Hello, and welcome to this edition of the He Doesn't Waste a Thing podcast. Um, This is Melissa Zimmerman, and I'm super happy that once again you decided to come and hang out with me. As you know, I always try to bring you real, raw, and interesting friends. And uh, God has just blessed me with some amazing people in my life. And if you've been uh, subscribing to my podcast, then you've met a lot of my friends. And today is going to be no different than that. Um, My friend today is a girl that I've known uh, less about a year-ish, I think, and uh, we met through a series of friends, but it has been a, uh, what I would consider uh, a divine appointment for us to be uh, friends and now family. I consider consider her sister, and so welcome to my podcast, Cindy Conant. Thank you. Glad to be here. We, Love it. Tell, tell our audience a little bit about how we met. We, uh, we met because there was a mutual friend, Roxanne Parks, who uh-huh. knew you mm-hmm. and knew me. And I was in the car, we were, we were driving, and we were just kind of dreaming in the car and talking, and she goes, you have got to meet my friend, Melissa. I got to arrange this. And so literally that week, she uh, arranged it. We met, we met for coffee one morning, and that was it. I mean, it was over. <laughs> it was. It was so funny because um, there were four of us that met yes. together, yeah. and the other two just, I don't know exactly what happened to them, but they sort of... <laughs> faded into the woodwork and we just kept talking and the next thing I know we're dragging out our journal. <laughs> You're taking pictures on pages of my journal. I'm like, uh, and I thought, that's okay, it's all right, we're good, we're good. And it was awesome. It was yeah. great. And so we have just been connected um, through a lot of different activities since then. Yes. And uh, so it's, it. Cindy is a, a she can. She always describes herself as a feather. Is it that how you describe <laughs> yeah, yourself? The feather. <laughs> she just sort of floats, but... She's a high creative, um, and she I don't think I've ever seen her when she hasn't been really happy. Um, now, I'm sure there's times in your life yeah. when you're probably not, like, joy-filled, but most right. of the time she is. Yeah. She's also a see, what I would call a seer. Um, like, she sees things in the spirit realm uh, that I dream of being able to see. I'm not a seer. I'm a knower. And so I think God just speaks to us. This, he speaks to both of us, but he speaks to us differently. Yeah. And, um, and so we're going to visit with her for just a few minutes. And, um, and so anyway, tell us a little bit about how you became a Christ follower. Christ follower. Well, um, you know the phrase, a lot of kids go to college and get lost. Uh-huh. I went to college and got found. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's what I did. So I um, attended the University of Oklahoma and I got there and... Um, had always gone to church my whole life, Episcopalian, wonderful family. But I got there and I was just surrounded by people. Um, and just I was in a sorority. I did all that whole track. And I was around these girls that were like something was different. And I was like, what is it? And they would just talk to me about Jesus. And I was oh, wow. like, no one's ever talked to me about Jesus. I thought you just went to church. And so through that... Um, I met some amazing people, and literally May, so that was in May of 1980, I I accepted Christ. I said yes to Christ in study hall, which during finals week, which is a great time to receive Christ. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you're like, I need help. But I really did. It was finals week down at OU, and I just said yes. And what was really awesome about it was immediately I got involved with Campus Crusade for Christ. Wow. And that was the key for me of, I mean, I had um, some women just pour into me, like basic truths of discipleship, and laid a foundation for me that has never shaken. I mean, it's like I've never in 
in how many years? Gosh, 40 years of, ooh, 40, 39 years of following Christ. <laughs> We're going to get 39 let's, years. Let's don't push it too far yeah, too fast. 39 years. Um, I've never, like, wondered, am I really saved? I mean, I've just never, ever been an issue because of women who just took me into the Word and said, this is what it says about who you are. This is why Jesus is worthy of our trust. This is why He is worthy of our praise. And it just started that's what you know it was just a great place to start right and so that was awesome so i always said you know i went to college and got found i love that i was really really awesome kind of opposite yeah that's great because a lot of people do what i call go to college and take a spiritual vacation yeah a lot of kids uh graduate from high school and graduate from church yeah did you grow up in church i grew up going to church going to church so and it was a the episcopal church which is just very you know a lot of very formal Uh uh-huh i was very comfortable with you know kneeling and standing up and kneeling and singing and doing all these different things but it, there was nothing personal in it for me I just felt like it was a good thing to do and when I realized that that's not what it was about right it was about so much more it was about the divine portrait of God right being shown to us through Jesus and oh, I was that. like huh this is like new stuff that's you know awesome. and I remember going to my mom and saying mom I'm, I'm born again and she's like well you were baptized when you were a baby and I was like, okay, well, we're just going to keep walking in this. So, you know, but it, it, it really did. And my mom got involved with Bible study fellowship. We all kind of grew as a family, but it was just, it was a significant deal. So okay. 39 years ago. Wow. So you and your husband are the pastors of a church. Yes. Yeah. And um, how long have you guys been doing that? We have been doing it for, we just had this discussion a couple days ago, nine years. Nine years. We've been doing this. Okay. Day Spring Fellowship. Yeah, it's in Edmond. It's for, it's small. Right. But we, you know, it's, and it's a different thing because a lot of people will say we're going to, we're going to plant a church and, and that's really a call on a lot of people to do that, to start sure. something and get going on it. And we kind of started big and we've gotten smaller, which is also opposite of kind of what people want to see. They want to see see you know get bigger and ours was just different but it was such a journey with the Lord and it was so intimate and so powerful and um, so so important um, so that's what we did and, and I always tell people when they ask what we do I said you know more than we are a church we're a place right we're really a place for the body of Christ um, and these are things the Lord showed us early on in the journey that we're really there for uh, for people to find three things and first of all just refreshing Mm -hmm. and sometimes you need to step aside from your normal routines of what you do maybe the things that you're heavily involved in and you say I just need to set my set myself apart well Jesus modeled it I mean he was was like get away that's a biblical principle for sure and just do that and be in that place and just get a refreshing right but also one of the things that the Lord shared with us early on of what our call was to do um, was to provide that place, and then he promised us he would do three things. The refreshing was obvious. Uh-huh. The second thing was is that people would receive wisdom for their decisions they're making in life, just um, all kinds of decisions on all different levels. And the third thing is that he was going to impart strategies in people for the days ahead as we move forward as a body um, together in Christ. And I thought, these are really important. And, you know, you mentioned earlier that I'm a seer, and that's, I think it's kind of a, it's a, it's an accurate term, 
that really just needs to be explained as something very simple. It's right. not, it sounds kind of like do, do, do. It's not. It's right. just very, you know, like a thought comes into someone's mind. I see something. A, a sight comes into mind for me. I see this. And when it came to day spring, and I think this is important for all of us, is that I saw this one thing. It's <laughs> I saw this and I saw, I think rivers are very good metaphors always for us because water signifies so much about the flowing of God, all these different, the strength of a river, all these different things. But I saw myself standing on the bank of a great river and I was looking there and I looked at the river and as I was watching and I thought, I bet this is the Mississippi. I mean, it was big, right. big river. And I'm looking and as I see that, I realize actually that the water is people. Now that makes no sense. If you were to sit there and go, water, people. But it was just really, to me, it became a picture of we are the river of God. I mean, he right. flows through us. And then all of a sudden, I noticed that my, I felt like my, now this is all just something I'm seeing. Okay, right. I, like my feet were kind of in a small pool of water and I looked down and the water was swirling and people would kind of, into the big river, they'd get kind of sucked down into this smaller area. Uh-huh. And the Lord just was showing me that that, he was giving me a picture of what day spring was. And there's actually a term for it. It's called an eddy. And if anyone's into ponds, rivers, and lakes, they know what an eddy is or fishermen know. Right. It's just a flowing little area and uh-huh. then things get pushed out of it. And so the Lord said, day spring's an eddy in the river of God. That's awesome. You know, one of the things I love about Cindy is Cindy has kind of this concept of saying you need a one minute speech about the important things in your life, right? Because you never know when you're going to get stuck on the elevator with somebody. And you, right. need, you got one minute to share what day spring is. You got yeah. one minute to share the gospel yeah. of Christ yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And, and so talk a little bit about that because I think that's an important concept that people can take away and say, okay, I can develop my one minute speech, you my can. one minute sell, my one minute pitch, whatever. I think it's spending time with the Lord before to ask him what that really is for defining. And it was really funny because you also have to be willing to let someone tell you you need that. And that's what happened to me. I literally had a person, a mutual friend of ours, who uh-huh. came up to me and she heard me explaining something to someone and it took forever. And I was back and forth, back and forth. And I think I took 10 minutes to explain something. And afterwards, she comes up to me and I love her. And because I love her, I give her access to just really teach me things and she looked at me and she goes you got to figure out who you are oh wow and I was like oh okay and she goes no 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 she goes just this isn't a big deal but you don't you know you have moments and you've just got to be prepared for those moments and I was like okay and so that's what I do and I sit there and I think the best way to do that is to ask your father ask the father what what is this right and how do I explain it in a minute that's awesome or two because it's important Especially, I'm a school teacher, mm-hmm. and sometimes I literally have 15 seconds of kids walking by, high school kids, and sometimes it's just those 15 seconds of something that you say can make the difference, and uh, I don't know, it's just, I love that one minute thing, you're right, it's, it's been real important. It has. I didn't know really, but you're right, it, it is. is, it's good. It's a good thing. Uh, you have a little claim to fame. I do. <laughs> <laughs> you have a little claim to fame in your daughter. Yes. Uh, so tell them who your daughter is. My daughter is Lindy Koniak-Kofer. Right. Yeah. And, and why would people know her? 
Uh, they would know her if uh, they've been to The Send or they've been to Azusa Now or they've been part of YWAM or Circuit Riders. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Or leads, Bethel. Didn't, wasn't yeah, she, she part leads of Bethel? At Bethel? And she does worship you up there. And she just has um, a beautiful anointing on her life to to release and unlock the things of heaven through worship. You know, I think it's I think sometimes we think our claim to fame is us and what we've done. But I sometimes, you know, I have my son is a pastor and and has a church and and my daughter's a worship leader and yeah. a, an evangelist and a, you know, missionary kind of kid and and your daughter is a um, known around the world by tons of people yeah. for the gift that God's placed in her. And I just like to think as their moms, <laughs> we have a little yeah. bit of responsibility for that because we raise them up in the things of the Lord, yeah. you know, and they, they, we're the only people that, you know, we're willing to share a body with them. So, I mean, like, Hey, we <laughs> ought to take some of the credit for the great things they do. I don't know. Uh, Our kids probably wouldn't yeah. necessarily say that was true. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's right. But hey, as long as it's our podcast and we can say whatever we, we want, can right? Say whatever we want. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're just taking a, we're just going to stop for a moment for all you moms out there who might be listening to this and say, we give you permission to take credit for the greatness of your children. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. Us and God. And the beauty of this is that you can, you're free to do that because of the grace of God. Right. But you're also free to not grab hold of any mistakes. Right. You can say that. You know, God, but for the grace of God, you know, I'm not responsible. Because he saw, but because really, in all honesty, I mean, no one's a perfect mom. Right, no. And yet we do get to take, we do, this is the fruit of our season of life. Uh And I am very grateful for it. And it's, um, when you get to this place, it's like uh, what happens the week after you have a baby. You really forget about labor and delivery. You're like, oh, I love, I just want to, you know. Right. And I did have four babies really close, but... um, you do forget a lot about the hard things, and mm-hmm. there were a lot of hard things. There In were. Fact, there were some seasons when Lindy and I talked about this. I went out to California to a Brave Love conference, and one of the things that came up that on that trip was um, that there was this, a long season of my life where I really struggled with depression. I mean, it wasn't like... Uh, horrible bad, but it was just the kind of st- the lingering, just kind of just ugh. And I thought, you know, to have a daughter who, and really all my kids, you know, all my kids are just amazing. And they, the grace of God got them through that had a mom that sometimes just sat on the sofa and was like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I can do this today. Yeah. And so then they just picked up and they, so that's grace. It's the God, it is God's grace, you know, because uh, I, I still, I still have this kind of concept in my head all the time. And I'm like. I don't. I I know that I do not understand God understand God's ways of doing things. For instance, I'm. I ask him all the time. Like your plan A was to take a child, an infant who knew absolutely nothing about anything yeah. whatsoever, and give them to people who had no idea what was going on. Like most parents are completely clueless, <laughs> and and you thought it was okay as the creator of the universe <laughs> you to give a help, to give a helpless <laughs> infant to idiots. You know. <laughs> and yet, but you didn't think you were, did you? No, we, oh, no I didn't think no, I, I was. I thought, I thought it was I thought, great. I, I got this tiger by the tail, and I, I was like, know. two weeks later, I was like, I don't have this tiger by the tail. <laughs> I don't. That's for sure. And so, I think you know, it's God's ways. That's why He. That's why grace is such a beautiful thing. You it know, is. listen, my kids would be 
probably the first to tell you that I was not a perfect parent. <laughs> that like I I it, I have this little saying that says, you know, childhood it's the thing we all spend the rest of our life trying to get over, you yeah. know. And it's true on some levels, but your parents give you the we get you know what we gave our kids our very best. I know. We gave them everything well, I, we I had. I just kind of say I don't think I ever really had this official speech, maybe I did, but I always, I kind of wanted to say to my kids, now, you find yourself later in life, you know, needing help and, and, you know, whatever. I said, just, just, I need to tell you first, I love you. I love you. I love you. Mm -hmm. And secondly, I did the best I could. (laughs) And we, I learned so much. But you know what the beauty is? Is that you are an amazing grandmother. Yeah. Are you not an amazing grandmother? My grandkids get a way better version of me than my kids did, for sure. Like, I do have this tiger by the tail. (laughs) Right. And I'm looking at my daughter-in-laws and my daughter, Uh and I'm like, you are doing so much more than I ever dreamed of. Right. I mean, I'm like they, like my daughter, my daughter-in-law has a blog, um, CarlyConiant.com, because that's just the. Uh, but it is, she's amazing. She's looking at health, and she's looking at. She's a doula, so she assists in labor and delivery, and she's just taking everything that she's ingesting and she's giving it out to people. So it's just like amazing. And then um, just my, you just watch your kid, your their mom, they their parenting. You watch your son's parent, and you're like. You're really, really good at this. Yeah, I, I know. I look at my I look at my kids and how they parent their their children, and I'm like, you guys, I think you're way better at this than we were. I know. Like, I, I believe it. I don't hard. Yeah, I do too. I'm like, and and great. And I wonder if like our parents thought the same thing. Yeah. You know, either that or they thought they we didn't know what we were doing for sure. I'm not sure which one, but I'm I'm grateful that my my kids are really great parents. That that we've raised godly kids who are now raising godly kids, yeah. and that's a beautiful that's a beautiful reward yeah. uh, for for the season that we find ourselves in, and mm-hmm. and we love that. So um, I just want to kind of finish this up with uh, fun fun questions. Okay. 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 Just n- don't think about it. Just spitball what comes out of your mouth. Oh, okay. Like rapid fire. Rapid fire stuff. So, okay. Uh, what is a movie that you watch over and over again, and you just love it? Under the Tuscan Sun. <laughs> okay. Have you ever heard of that? I one? have. I have. That's I just great... love that. Okay. And uh, are you coffee or tea? Tea. Herbal. Herbal tea. Okay. Yeah. Um, are you sweet or salty? Uh, I was sweet. I'm now salty. <laughs> <laughs> have your taste buds changed as just, you've aged or what's, I, what's listen, up with that? We could do a whole other podcast okay. on uh, the perils of sugar. It's just... just don't eat sugar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a conscious decision now, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Don't All right. It. It's not a preference. Okay. No, yeah. If you could give a, um, a someone in ministry who's just going into ministry one piece of advice, what would it be? Keep your relationship with God. I mean, that, that one thing, just keep it the main thing. Keep the main thing the main thing. Like, that is a powerful, yeah. powerful truth. Right? Yeah, and I think, I will say this. I remember I kind of got caught up in this thing where it was like, you got to spend an hour. Will you not tarry one hour? And so yep. I, would, I would go, and I'm like, i got to spend an hour with the Lord. And I'm like, I've learned the value of like five-minute golden nuggets. If I just sit down and I just open up my Colossians, I'm reading Colossians right now, and I just open up the book of Colossians and I just agree with what I'm reading. Right. I just agree with this, Lord, that this is who you are, and this is what is happening, and this is who I am in you, and just... For five minutes and just that, it just it it goes for the entire day. It has, it just has power the whole day. If you could only have one scripture, the one verse of the Bible for the rest of your life, what one would that be? Oh my gosh, 
one thing I've desired, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. All right. So I think that's in Psalm 20. <laughs> that just sounds like it could be in about 400, I mean, lots of different Psalms. Yeah. It's that one, and that's the desire of my heart, just to, to be with Him. Okay. And one, what's your favorite translation of the Bible? Passion Translation. I know. I love that, too. I'm so glad that that was written. It's so glorious. So if you don't have a Passion Translation, go get one. And then read, like, one whole book at a time. Like, I read Hebrews for the first time for, on a trip, and I was like, Larry, Melchizedek. It's huge. Yeah. And he's like, hello. <laughs> for sure. For sure. So if people wanted to check out your church, how would they do that? Um, we are on Facebook, dayspringfellowship.com. Now, there is a Dayspring Church of Christ, and we just want to make this clear, in Edmond. Uh-huh. And that's not us. We're Dayspring Fellowship. And that's the best way to do it. Or um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook, Cindy Evans Conant on Facebook. And on Instagram, Conan87. Okay. I take direct messages. That's the best way. That's the best way. Okay. Well, we would love for them to connect with you if they want to. And if they have questions, they can just connect with you on Facebook or Instagram. And um, thanks so much for hanging out. It's so fun hanging out. It is the best. so easy. It's like, I don't know what to talk about. And I'm like, that was the dumbest thing I think I've said today. (laughs) Well, you know what? Time. I always find that time flies when we're doing this. And so uh, thanks to Cindy for hanging out with me on this podcast today. Do me a favor. I need somebody to do something really important if you haven't already hit that subscribe button on your podcast go ahead and do that right now because that's going to keep all of the latest episodes in your feed also would you go to itunes and give us a five-star rating and maybe even write a review because that helps me float to the top and uh like i think people ought to hear the neat people that i have uh, not because of me or because i'm great but because i have great friends and everybody needs to meet them so thank you share feel free to share a podcast with your friends invite your friends to listen and uh, remember until we come back again he doesn't waste a thing.